All right, Ulysses, uh, it is player review day, and today we're going to take a closer look at one Jeffrey Springs. Perhaps the biggest surprise of this race 2022 season. Let's dive deep right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, Be sure you check us out on youtube subscribe to that channel of ours locked on rays and check out all of our social media platforms twitter instagram and shoot us an email locked on rays at gmail.com all right uh jeffrey springs player review the what went well what went wrong what's his future with the rays and we give each player a grade as well and with jeffrey springs there's certainly was uh, a lot to be proud of for him this past year. 100%. In 135 innings pitch, he had a 2.46 ERA, 144 strikeouts, a very squeaky clean walk rate of 5.6, a K rate of 26.2, whip 1.07. He was a 3F4 pitcher, an ERA plus of 147, a FIP of 3.04, so I'm going to leave my last and, and, and most favorite uh, category of all for pitchers left on base. The strand rates, 82.3%. I like that very much. All these numbers, Kevin, are just speaking to me that this is a guy in any other rotation, except for maybe a handful of teams, would be a number one, number two starter. Yes, and what's amazing about Jeffrey Springs is the fact that he had never been a starter before in the big leagues. And this year, he basically, he threw as many or more innings this year as he did in his entire MLB career combined over the previous several years. So what he was able to do, not just, I mean, the amount of innings pitched, was spectacular, but the consistency involved with that. You look at it pre-All-Star break, post-All-Star break, facing lefties or righties, home or away, whether it's the first inning or the sixth inning, he pretty much delivered on command as best you could. There weren't a lot of peaks and valleys. It was just basically, man, he's darn near solid. And I almost get the feeling like, despite the performance that he put up this season, that he was almost overlooked um, maybe not necessarily by the fan base, but by the national media, I I didn't see a lot of Jeffrey Springs is really kicking it and turning it on and has been a game changer for the Rays. I, I didn't see a lot of that. And maybe some of it has to do with the fact that he isn't, a Shane McClanahan or a Tyler Glass now, or so many other Rays pitchers and pitchers in baseball nowadays that are just flamethrowers and that they do amazing things with the movement and the velocity. Whereas uh, Jeffrey Springs does it with an elite level changeup and superb command. 
that that's his MO. It's, it's really kind of a throwback to, you know, a pitcher from the nineties. I mean, you look at his stuff, it's like, he's not a pitcher in 2022. He's a pitcher in 1992. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that breakout of the three pitches fastball at 40%, the changeup is at 35%. Like that is pretty cool. That's his pitch, man. That's his pitch. The slider coming in at third at 25%. But I, I think one of the positives that he was able to really lean on was that changeup, that increase in usage of that pitch was mm-hmm. at 7% from last year to this year. Uh, so you're talking about almost using that slider in changeup, you know, part in, in par, you know, pitch to pitch. And now this, this year he was like, you know, this is my out pitch. This is my put away. Like if it's working well, if your tunneling is done correctly, he can really fool some hitters. And he did that for most of the season. And, and you're right. There wasn't a lot of like, oh, he's in a bad stretch of five outings right now. Like, yeah, he could have like a, a, a struggling out in here and there, just like every other human pitcher does. But there wasn't any sustained, you know, depression of of oh man this guy is really struggling right now like none of that and and to say that on his first year of coming from being a reliever to a starter and by the way he did that within the season folks it's not like drew rasmussen which again tremendous but he had like that taste last year of becoming a starter and then this one okay we're going start like he didn't know he was going to be a starter he was just put into that role and then succeeded so well that they were like, yeah, we're we're doing this. This is what we're doing now. We're we're elongating your your starts, and and it, it worked out perfectly for them. But I, I, that that um, that chase rate is something I, I didn't mention before. He's in the ninety fifth percentile. The whiffs percent whiff percentage seventy six percentile. Like he is a very nasty, nasty guy. Now you talked about the 135 innings and how that's basically as, as much as he ever did it in major league baseball, I will be very interested to see the usage of him um, because yeah. it was so positive this year that I am worried about how his outings will look. You don't want to miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we can recommend uh, you can get 50% off any new Simply Safe system by going to simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. That's S I M P L I S A F E.com slash locked on MLB. There is no safe like Simply Safe. And by the way, this is their biggest discount of the year. So be sure you check that out. In 2023. Yeah, and, and that's something that we'll have to look at uh, in the, the next portion of our discussion about uh, Jeffrey Springs for sure. But um, the thing with the changeup, particularly really against righties, is the getting the rotation to break down in a way consistently. Again, I, I go back to it. The command and the pinpointing is so important of getting his pitches to move away from bats and getting that chase rate. Um, just like with, you know, the fastball, he was able to pin that up and in where, you know, a, a, a hitter doesn't really have a, a good shot at it, but yeah, the, the changeup is the game changer for sure. I looked at it, 70 strikeouts on the changeup, uh, this past year. So it, it very well, I mean, if we're ranking changeups across all pitchers in baseball, you'd be hard pressed to find too many better than what he has to offer. And let's go back and, and, 
think about this big picture. Jeffrey Springs was a 30th round draft pick and he was acquired by the Rays from the Red Sox in a deal with Chris Mazza that sent Ronaldo Hernandez to the Red Sox. And we were looking back on that trade. Uh, well, I can't, I'd have to go back to the audio, but I know that there was, it wasn't a raving. Oh my gosh. We landed Jeffrey Springs and or Chris Mazza. What are we doing? Catching prospect like Ronaldo Hernandez and think about yes. just how things have changed in a relatively short amount of time. I don't even know if Jeffrey Springs would have expected him to himself to have a year like this, maybe as a reliever, but not necessarily as a starter, maybe throwing 70 innings, 75 innings, not 135 innings. And and that's why this, this his season cannot go unnoticed by race fans. I mean, this is a really difficult thing to do to become a starter while being a reliever, basically since you were a professional, uh, I, I, I cannot under, you know, state that enough. Like what he did, that transition is huge. It's tremendous. And, and to be that successful, like I imagine a guy that just transitions like that into this role and, and, you know, gives you a four or five year array, 133 innings, you know, just like a, you know, 1.5 war guy, you'd be like, well, okay. You know, he, he, that, that was nice. Like you would appreciate that work. This guy went beyond exceeding expectations for everybody. I don't think anybody in the front office or the coaching staff saw this coming whatsoever, but it works. Yes. And that is so, so very cool. Good for him. And you know what? He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid because starters will make more than relievers. Relievers are a dime a dozen. We all know that they're volatile, dime a dozen. So make yourself uh, marketable. Make yourself, uh, stay, you know, have a stable career in, in, in numbers like this. And Jeffrey Springs is going to to get paid. You know, first arbitration, and then hopefully for him a good paycheck in in, in free agency. Yeah. And one last thing before we move on, I don't want to, uh, I, I mentioned it, but don't want to gloss over it is the pre all-star and post all-star number. So pre all-star, he had a two, five, three ERA and 64 innings pitched post all-star. He got even better and threw more innings 71 and a third in a 2.4 ERA. So he got stronger and more effective as the year went on, usually you would think that a guy that is going from a reliever to a starter at the snap of a finger would have a wall hitting moment in the second half to where, okay, pre all-star break, it's a two and a half year a post all-star break. It looks more like a four, but that certainly wasn't the case with Jeffrey Springs. And maybe it was a, a combination of, um, you know, not only making sure that he was prepared each and every start, but, you know, having more confidence in his repertoire and being able to balance and mix his pitches. And, and I guess the, the, the more times you're, you're throwing and utilizing your second and third pitch, it, uh, effectively becomes more effective for you as well. So, uh, Jeffrey Springs, a lot of good for the lefty. Now let's move on. I don't know if we have a whole lot of what went wrong, for Jeffrey Springs, but something Ulysses that you point out astutely is maybe not necessarily what he did wrong this year, but could there be some consequences from his workload this year that transition to next year or further years beyond 
this past year. Yeah, that that's definitely one of the issues of going from that reliever to starter role is, okay, well, now after 135 innings, how is his body going to respond? Uh, how, how, uh, how are his health going, going to be going forward? Hopefully, I mean, right now, Kevin, if I tell you that Jeffrey Springs is going to give you exactly the same season, 135 with a 147 ERA plus, 444 strikeouts, 246 ERA, I think every race fan would sign that right now. They would oh, yeah. sign up for that right now. The issue that I'm getting a little bit more greedy is that I want a little bit more innings. I want a little bit more innings. And the 135, how can his body respond next year when hopefully mm-hmm. he's touching 150, 155? Can it be 160? Like, it, it, Because you already have a guy that is going to be – watched upon heavily in the starting rotation and if you want to know who that guy is well i guess you have to stay stay tuned for the rest of this week's player reviews episodes but that's that's one of the negatives that i I found from his um 2022 season is how his body's going to respond but another one and this is again very nitpicky even more nitpicky than shane mcclanahan's uh that, that i found um he might have a slight, and when I say slight, is a very slight issue against left-handers. Okay. When you look at the splits between lefties and righties, the, the home runs were almost in par. Five home runs he allowed to lefties, nine home runs to, to righties. Okay. But it wasn't in like double the, uh, the, the innings pitch. It was three times uh, as, uh, as much. So the... The per home run per inning is a little bit skewed more towards lefties. And again, he's a lefty, so he's letting the 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 home run kind of punish him against lefties, which is kind of odd. And also yeah. the walk rate and, and the whip uh do increase against lefties. The the whip against righties is 1.05, which is shiny, and against lefties is 1.15. Again, still very, very good, still very respectable. But if you're trying to nitpick and find some negatives here, this split situation, especially because if it was against writings, I'd be like, I would I wouldn't even mention it as a negative because oh well, obviously he's a lefty and righties are going to see the better the ball better. Fine, but the righties he's keeping the righties in check. What's going on with the lefties? Why is the 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 pop going off a little bit more? Why why are the walks a little bit higher? That that would be yeah. my nitpick for Jeffrey Springs. Yeah, maybe it's, you know, with the changeup, the changeup against righties is so effective. Maybe getting the slider closer to on par versus those left-handed batters, that might be a key for him going forward. Now, um, I agree with you on the workload and what that may have and signal for his future. One thing that maybe wants me to push back a little bit on that is... Uh, the good thing working in Springs' favor compared to so many other pitchers nowadays is he's not a max effort guy. His delivery is consistent, repeatable, easygoing. It's not like he's going all out on every pitch, nor would you want him to do that as a starter. But it seems like it's very easy as to his his mechanics seem very in check, and he's not forcing himself to okay, I need to ramp this pitch up to 
95 or 96 miles an hour. No, I get away with 92, 93. I can, I can do that. I can be effective with that. So that's something that I think, um, you know, works in his favor. I guess the issue is just, Hey, don't get any more lower leg or lower body injuries, because that is something that he dealt with this year of, uh, hitting the 15 day IL with lower leg tightness. And then we know what he did, uh, previously uh in a in a past season where he i guess went after a uh i don't know if it was a bunt or a ground ball and he rolled his ankle and it was a big uh it was a big mess but i guess it's better to have that than having some sort of elbow arm or shoulder issue if you're a pitcher okay do you have that in front of you what kind of il stint he had for this year was it a hamstring or was it something else i just recall lower leg tightness Lower leg tightness. I remember hamstring for Drew Rasmussen. Okay. I mean, conspiracy theory here. Let's put the aluminum foil tip cat on. Relievers being starters. Not really something specific. Yeah, you have lower, uh, lower yeah. tightness. I get that hamstring because they want to protect the innings. They want to cut that out. Be on the shelf for 15 days and miss a couple starts and 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 do that. Maybe that's the way that they try to keep both of those guys fresh during the season. Right, that's very possible as well. Um, all right, so looking at Jeffrey Springs and his future with the Rays, uh, I would go out on a limb unless the Rays absolutely want to try to sell high, but, um, something tells me they need the starting pitching and that Jeffrey Springs will remain in a raised uniform. He is arbitration eligible and, uh, MLB trade rumors tabs him at roughly $3 million. So a nice bargain for the raise, uh, even if he doesn't totally repeat, I mean, the, the numbers that he put up this season, that's like a 18, $20 million pitcher. Um, so yeah, I, Something tells me Jeffrey Springs is going to be in a raised uniform this upcoming year. And three million year three million a year. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's terrific. That's terrific. I mean, for these numbers, I don't know what would make us disappointed in Jeffrey Springs because it would be it would ha- it would take a lot for Jeffrey right. Springs to go down because he. I'm not counting on Jeffrey to do a 2022 next year, and I really implore listeners and and people who are watching this and subscribing on youtube because you're all great and you're fantastic and you're helping us out reach other race fans that don't know about the show i i I would i would stress to not put expectations on yourself for a player ever but especially a guy that just did this amazing thing like jeffrey springs don't think he's going to be this guy next season like right there's going to be a regression like how, how can there not be that was a terrific season. We hope there isn't. We hope he just keeps getting better and better. But what are the odds that he is going to get better and better? I mean, Drew Rasmussen did it. I mean, Rasmussen had yeah. a terrific 2022 season after us seeing a 21 season. So it can happen. But I'm just urging folks to, you know, don't think that this is an easy thing to replicate because it's most definitely not. Yeah, and quite frankly, uh, Jeffrey Springs had two great seasons and one. You know, we think or thought that Jeffrey Springs was a reliever, so I would take, you know, 65, 70 innings of that type of production and spread it out over two seasons. So he's more than than made up his value uh, as a player, as a pitcher for the Rays. Now, you mentioned not to, um, you know, expect this 
to be a repeat episode in 2023. Let me posit this question before we give him uh, a grade for 2022. Will he fire more innings than Tyler Glass now this upcoming season? That's a very good question. I would hope so. I would hope that, first of all, Springs has a new career high innings pitched next year. I want to see that 135 and a third become a 150. I want to see that. I think if you see 150 from him, it'll be a really good year. Um, I'm not expecting <laughs> a 150 whatsoever from from Tyler Glasnow. If Tyler Glasnow can give the Rays a 135 uh, like Springs did this year, next year, I think we would all sign up for that right now, 100%. Will Jeffrey Springs have a lower ERA than Tyler Glasnow in 2023? Hmm. He had a 2-4-6, man. That's insane. People are going to have more of the book on Springs than they did this year, 100%, especially within the division. They're going to see him. They're going to know him better. So there's going to be regression there. Tyler's stuff is just stupid nasty. It's video game nasty. I'm going to have yeah. to go with Glass now being better than Springs on the ERA front. Especially when, uh, you know, with more of a balanced schedule that – teams that have never seen Tyler glass now. And even if you see Tyler glass now 10 times in a row, it's hard to uh, <laughs> try to time him up uh, for a multitude of reasons. So um, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you on that necessarily. All right. Uh, it's time to give Jeffrey Springs a grade for 2022. Something tells me it's going to be a very high grade from both of us. Ulysses, what do you got? 97, 97. I, 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 yeah. again, I, I didn't find that much to, to complain about Jeffrey Springs. I think we just want to give him a standing out because this guy just did yeah. a heck of a job. So 97 from me. I'll give him a little extra oomph. I'll give him a 98. Uh, I, I wouldn't even go a little bit higher, but I think, you know, you can always leave room for a little tad bit of improvement. You know, maybe if he That's didn't right. go on the phantom IL or whatever we want to call it, if he got to 150 innings or something absolutely miraculous, uh, then, you know, maybe it would be a little bit of a higher grade, but absolutely, uh, you know, an A plus deserved for Jeffrey Springs. Uh, all right. Um, our next player review will be Harold Ramirez. So we'll get to that. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on Sports Today podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.